Welcome to episode 47 of the Trivial Trivia Podcast. Yo, yo, my name's Jeff. And I'm Sarah. And the Trivial Trivia Podcast is a trivia quiz show in two rounds with ten questions each. This week's general knowledge topic is on October. And the movie of the week is 1978's Halloween, or as I like to call it, heavy breathing guy in a Captain Kirk mask wields knife and kills people. Yeah. That's that's pretty much how it let's, goes. Let's just get started. Okay. Sarah, since you round one last week's episode, it is your turn to ask the first question. Woohoo, finally. I know. Except I don't I, I think asking the first question's a little ugh, nerve-wracking. Oh, you complain about winning and then you complain about asking the first question? What do you want? I want you to answer this first question. Okay, all of my questions, so you have a heads up, are all famous people that were born in October. Oh, right. Okay, Jeff. What Czech-born American tennis star has won a record nine Wimbledon titles, four U.S. Opens, three Australian Opens, and two French Opens? She's now 57. Oh, I was going to really hope that you weren't going to mention that it was a girl. Um, uh, Kornikova? Anna Kornikova? She's like 20. She's, yeah, she's, she's, that is not a good guess. And therefore, I was just testing you to see if you would think that that was my real answer. And you passed. Nice job. Okay, but now give me a real answer. Um... I really have no idea. Martina Nevertilova. I've, yeah, okay. I think she's on last season of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like huge tennis player. Okay. Okay. I believe you. I think she just retired a couple years ago. Alrighty then. Okay. Sarah, all of my questions are about films that have something to do with October. One of the answers is Hunt for Red October. So, <laughs> what 1990 film stars Sean Connery as the Russian captain of a rogue submarine? Hunt for Red October? Yes, that's correct. Yay. I actually know nothing about that <laughs> film. Earlier when I was trying to find things for our general knowledge round, that was one of the, like, I just typed in October into Google. That was one of the first things that popped up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jeff. This is, he was an NFL Rookie of the Year in 1961. Coached for the Chicago Bears from 1982 to 1992. Took the Bears to their last Super Bowl win in 1985. I'm excited because this is a sports question to which I know the answer. Which is? Ditka. Yes. Mike Ditka. Was born in October, huh? Yep. Alrighty. Sarah, this might be the hardest question of them all. What 1999 film stars a young Jake Gyllenhaal and is about a kid from a small mining town who grows up to be an engineer for NASA? October Sky? Very good, yes. <laughs> Correct. Um, never seen that. For some reason, I just remembered the film title. Okay. Uh, 
This actor is an Emmy-winning actor, best known for his roles in Young Frankenstein and Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. It was, it's the dad in Everyone Loves Raymond and the monster in Young Frankenstein. His name is Peter... <sighs> Peter O'Toole? No. Peter... Uh, can I get a half point for that? Yes. Peter something? Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. This even looks like an Irish name, even. Okay, all right. Sarah, this is the only film that I have that wasn't, that doesn't have anything to do with October actually, except that it's a slasher film. This slasher film is very meta. The characters know all the rules, like don't go upstairs, don't have a makeout Scream. scene. Correct, don't go anywhere alone and never ever ever get in the shower. And it was actually re released in December. Yeah, that has nothing to do with October. If it wasn't for the fact that I just got it right without you having to finish the question, I would've been like, Jeffrey. Correct. Come on now. Yeah, okay, biggest, uh, actually it was when I was reading about our film, mm -hmm. um, this is the one of the things that was talked about between, uh, I think her name was Deborah Hill, the writer, and John Carpenter. The director. Was that, well, and composer, and like everything else yeah. in this movie. Um, their point was not that your virginity will save you from the murderer. It's that the teens, uh, it just so happens that the teens get preoccupied with sex and don't realize there's a killer at large. Yeah, that's, you know, you, you just in general don't get distracted from being aware of your surroundings. Well, and they kind of talk about that in Scream, and, don't and, they? And sex is like a really good distraction from your surroundings. Well, and everybody, isn't like when the first murders in Scream and like a girl running naked out of the house? Oh yeah, pretty much. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Okay. She is a dame for the performing arts by Queen Elizabeth II. She played Mary Poppins. She's played a queen many, many times. And she also plays the role of Maria. Oh my God, why am I blanking on this? Julie Andrews. Yes. Yeah. Also an October birthday, okay. Huh. Yes. Okay. Like yesterday, I think. Okay, my next two questions are about films that came out in October. Okay. This film came out in October 2012 and is an extended version of an old Tim Burton short film. Frankenweenie. That's correct. Yeah, I liked that one. About the uh, boy who turns his deceased dog into a walking crime against nature. Yeah, that one was pretty good. I really liked that. It's touching, isn't it? Jay and I... Toddler Jay and I really like watching that one. You know, weird. As long as we're as long as we're in October and like horror films, narrated by Vincent Price, the original like, <sighs> yeah, his voice, his voice, it's just he he does that he does that little narration, like deep narrator voice in the middle of Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's so freaking creepy. <laughs> yes. And yes, he's just he's a phenomenal actor. 
And then you hear that voice and it's just, there is no voice like Vincent Price. It's so true. Okay, my question? Mm -hmm. Okay, Jeff. This is the 39th president of the United States. He was the first president to win a Nobel Peace Prize. He created two cap- or cabinet departments, I'm sorry, created two cabinet departments, including the Department of Education, and is still living. That really narrows down your choices. Still living. I believe there's only five presidents living at this time. I, I think it's Carter? Yes. Jimmy Carter, all right. Jimmy Carter. I can't remember what the other cabinet department he started was, but he he did start the Department of Education on the federal level. Oh, neat. So it hasn't been around for that long. No. I guess I no. guess I hadn't realized that. I, th- I guess I had always assumed it would had been around since early days. I think that it was at that point, ever before that point, it was more of a state level. Right. Kind of thing. Sarah, Pay It Forward is a 2000 October film that starred which young actor as a middle school kid? He starred opposite Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey? I thought Pay It Forward is a Helen Hunt movie. It is a Helen Hunt movie, but I guess Helen Hunt was the mom and Kevin Spacey was the, okay. the teacher with the heart of gold. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Um, I take it he's famous now. He is famous and was well, uh, was pretty famous as a young actor. Okay, which means that he's a... Okay, 2000 film, 13 years ago. So he's about my age. Yeah, I'd say roughly. I don't know exactly. can't think of any. Do I get hints? No, I've given you all the hints you get. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Sorry. Haley Joel Osmond. Well, he's my age? Just about. Oh, God. <laughs> Haley Joel Osmond also famously played Anakin Skywalker in the... Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And the kid from The Sixth Sense. Yep, yep, kids from Sixth Sense. Okay, um, well, that's the end of round one. And how are we doing at the end of round one? I am ahead four to three and a half. Oh, that's anybody's game. Do you have some extra questions? I had one. It's not a. Uh, it's not a movie. It's not a movie um, question. So, Sarah, October has two official birthstones, and if you pair one of those stones with the name of the month, then you get alliteration. What's the name of the stone? October opal. That's right, October opal. I like opals, but apparently, like, if if you aren't born in October, they're really bad luck to wear. Oh, is that a thing? I used to own opals, and- What color's um, an opal? They're all gone. They're they're kind of white and then like iridescent-y, so in the light they have like different streaks and like sparkles to it. Oh, is that where the term opalescent comes from? Yes. Neat. Yeah. You're so smart sometimes. I am. I'm really good with like parts of words. Okay, this is my last one. I know you'll like this one. Okay. Um, 
with a friend, created the characters Stan, Kenny, Kyle, and Eric, was in Basketball and Team America World Police, and has written a huge award-winning show. Uh, you're talking about Book of Mormon, and I don't... Uh, it's... One of them's Troy Parker. Is that who you're talking about? His name is actually Trey Parker. Trey Parker or Matt Stone. Yeah, but it's Trey Parker. Trey's par- Trey Parker's birthday is like today. Oh, is something. it? Yeah. Which, okay, so... Happy birthday, Trey. And here's my little like trivia stuff I wrote down. I'll buzz through this really quick. We are recording on October 19th. This will come out October 20th. But October 19th is the 293rd day of the year. Okay. I believe we've already been through that many days. Yes. Okay. Uh, the 4th of October is World Animal Day. The 5th is International World Teachers Day. Hey, I like that one. The 11th is National Coming Out Day. Canada's Thanksgiving is the second Monday of the month. That was cool. We um, we had a brush with Canada the other day. We recorded... Uh, yeah, that's right. We recorded a guest brain segment on another damn trivia show. Yeah. Which is another trivia show that uh, is put out by Matt Brundage, who is also a teacher. And... And he was off for Canada's Thanksgiving Day. Exactly. Uh, which for us was Columbus Day. The 15th is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day. Okay. Um, it is also LGBT Month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, National Pizza Month, and National Popcorn Poppin' Month. I like most of those things. All right, are you ready for round two? Yes, let's do it! I met him 15 years ago. I I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. from 1978, or as I like to call it, Creeper Standing in Doorways. I like to just call it Halloween. Okay. Halloween's a film that spawned, I think spawned is a good word for it, um, an entire series about Michael Myers, a man who has neither identity nor soul. Like 10 films now. Pretty much. When Michael was a young boy, he murdered his sister on Halloween night while wearing a creepy clown costume. Reminiscent of Pagliacci, only with more colors. He was then sent to a menstrual institution. Menstrual institution. Menstrual institution. 
where a psychologist realized that he is pure evil. And so Dr. Loomis, the psychologist, spends all his time trying to get Michael permanently incarcerated. Several years later, when Michael is in his probably 20s, I'm guessing, he escapes the mental hospital and goes back to Haddonfield, his hometown, and starts stalking everyone. Murders ensue, plus there's a lot of that false alarm thing where it's like creepy music and then someone taps you on the shoulder and you turn around and it's going to be the murder, except no, it's just the neighbor who you didn't know was in the house. Or who was bringing you like a tray of cookies or something. Yeah, that's right. Always perfectly innocent. Never never trying to stab the neighbor. Because yeah. you think they're a serial killer? No, you don't stab the neighbor. You just you just like get one of those turn around. Oh, it's you. Kind of thing. That's how you roll. Yeah, sure. This this film pretty much wrote the bill wrote the book on slasher films for yeah. every slasher film to come after that. Yeah. And definitely. and was a really low budget film. Yes. They weren't expecting it to go very far. No, it's independent film. So the thing that I said earlier about the um, Captain Kirk mask is actually true. They um, they were on a shoestring budget and they had to get a mask for Michael Myers, and it was just the the script just said like nondescript but kind of human looking blank mask, and so whichever guy was in charge of like finding this just went to the nearest costume shop and. The cheapest mask that they had there was a Captain Kirk mask. I read that they had they tried two masks. One was that they like screen tested yeah. a clown mask and the Michael well, the what is now the Michael Myers mask. Mm-hmm. And that everybody said it, like the the clown mask was freaky, but the William Shatner Captain Kirk mask painted and the hair all teased out and everything was by far creepier just because it was was emotionless. It was just blank, and that's kind of the whole thing, right? So. Exactly. And it turns out this is... No, let's save that for the end. Okay, we'll save it for the end. But, you know, we have questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to spoil something. All right, okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Stop whining. (laughs) Uh, It was ten movies, by the way, if you include the two Rob Zombie versions. Okay. Um, but they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the John Carpenter. Um, okay, Jeff, what three things were stolen from the hardware store? It was rope. I remember rope and knives. And I don't remember the other thing. It was rope and knives and... Like paint? No. Rope and knives. An axe? No, I because I, I was expecting that it was going to be an axe. I don't know. I'll give you a half point for it. Okay. Um. Rope, knives, and Halloween mask. Because mm. that's how he that that's how they played up that he had gotten this mask. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what is? Annie's boyfriend's name, which is funny because we never actually see him. We just hear his voice on the phone. Paul. Paul is correct. Do you know who plays his voice on the phone? Is it is it John Carpenter? It is John Carpenter. 
they just needed somebody really quick and That's he just right. jumped in and did it. Like he, I said, he did kind of everything on this movie. Okay, Jeff, how many times does Lori think she has killed Michael? At least twice. Um, she thinks she... She stabbed him with the knife in the closet, or after the closet, and she, like, poked him in the eye, but that just ticked him off. She, I'm going to go with twice. Yes. Twice. What was the first thing? Second thing was, was after she The first she time was in the living room, and then she goes upstairs and tells the kids she killed the boogeyman. Oh, right. And like, she sends and he was them... behind the couch. That she sends them and locks them in the bathroom because then I, Michael Myers has walked upstairs while she's oh, talking. He to stabs them. he she stabs him in the neck with the, her knitting needle. Damn it, that was my question. <laughs> oh, I get that one right. That's why I was trying not to say what she did. I that's why I said that uh, okay. he. In the the first time was in the living room, that's and then a, the second time was in the bedroom. The price I pay for showing off my knowledge too early. Yeah, right. Sarah, what class is Laurie in near the beginning of the film? English or literature? Yeah, I would accept either of those. They're they're talking about a it's actually a Halloween book, go figure. Is it? Yeah. How do we know that? I don't know. It was about fate. Yeah, I don't remember. And that fate you can't change fate. Right. That's why it's fated. Foreshadowing. Yeah, well, Poor Lori. She's got like, well, 20 years of... Of fate. Coming back to bite her. Until she finally gets it yep. done. Okay, Jeff. What is the name of the lounge that is shown on the, little, the matchbooks? We see it a couple of times during the film. For some reason, I kept thinking it was going to like, there was actually going to be a purpose for it. And maybe there is in one of the other films. Um, something red. They were red matchbooks, and the word red was on the front. It was like Red's, Red's Bar, or Red's Diner, or something like that. Um, I want to try one more time. There was something on the, the cover of the matchbook. Cupid's... Cupid? No. Okay. It was Rabbit in Red. Rabbit in red, okay. And it had the drawing of the rabbit on it. Yeah, I kind of remember that. It was a red matchbook with, I think the rabbit was in white or black. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what is Michael's first kill in 1978? Not his sister. Um... <laughs> The dog. Oh, you got it. Yes, the neighbor's dog. The it's the I, family that Annie's babysitting for. I thought I had you there. That's his first kill, and then Annie's his second kill. Okay, Jeff. How long has Dr. Loomis been treating Michael? Since he was like nine? So that's almost, that's 
somewhere around 13 years, plus or minus a couple. <laughs> I'll give you a half point for it. It's been actually 15 years. He says, I was I was trying to get his, like, awaken him for X number of years. I think it's like six years, and I've or seven years, and I've been trying to get him locked up for eight. But it works out to 15 years, which is funny because he's, so he's been with Michael since right after he killed his sister, Judith, when he was six. Yeah. So if you take, okay, he's six years old when he began his mental institution stay. Sure. And Dr. Loomis has been with him for 15 years. That would make him 21. Yeah, that sounds about right. In the credits, he's listed as 23. Oh, that is weird. <laughs> it's like somebody just didn't pay attention. Yeah. For a minute. I guess so. Or is having a math off day. Well, you know, filmmakers. <laughs> that's the that's the whole punchline to the joke. Someone's having an off day. Well, you know, filmmakers. Sarah, how does Michael kill the one boyfriend? I think his name's Bob. Oh, he like Choke holds him up against the uh, like closet door or the pantry door or whatever, and then stabs him in the gut and like pins him to the door. Yeah, that never made sense to me because it's only got to be like a like even if it was a ten-inch knife, that wouldn't go through a guy. Well, and the door can't be that thick and that strong because it's just one of those little accordion doors. Well, right, right. So imagine you. So he should have just like. Yeah, slid slid down. Hit the floor. Okay, imagine even if you just had a knife with no person between the knife and the door, and you stabbed the point of the knife into the door. Like, wouldn't you be able to just like hit it with your hand and and knock it down? Yeah. So the weight of an entire human body. I'm just saying. Especially a teenage male. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad for a low budget film though. No. It's good. Okay, Jeff, what detergent brand does Annie use to wash her clothes? <laughs> I, I saw this Total and I was like... product placement. Yeah, it's Tide. Yes, it is. It was that, did that remind you of the Truman Show when that happened? It reminded me of the Truman Show where no, they're, it didn't where they're always, the where they're always Show, going like, Hey Truman, it's good to see you today. Have you tried new X brand cocoa powder? Oh God, what was the cocoa called? It was like Cocoa Loco or I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Check out this great slicer, peeler, dicer <laughs> spoon I got from the grocery store. That was that was that shot right there. That was the shot that I posted on Facebook, yeah. and everyone's like, "That's an awesome shot." It was pretty great. And then she <laughs> uses it as protection later. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeff. Last question. Knitting needle. No, your last question for me. Oh, what film are the kids watching? The Thing. Yes, that's correct. Okay, Jeff, I'm sorry. I beat you nine to six and a half. Can you ask me the knitting needle question? Yes, but you're not going to get points for it. Oh. Uh, what does Lori stab Michael with in the living room? It's a knitting needle. High five! Hey, thank you. <laughs> okay, do you have any extras? I don't. All right, I have a little bit of trivia. Okay, so we've been talking about the film's budget yeah. all throughout here this this round. 
was $320,000 is the figure I saw. I know you said you saw $330,000. Yeah. Um, the, the breakdown, at least part of the breakdown that I saw, was that half of that was spent on cameras. Donald Pleasant, or Pleasance? Donald Pleasance received $20,000 for five days work. Holy cow. He was only in the film for a total of like 18 minutes. Yeah, he was the, the psychologist, the doctor. And Jamie Lee Curtis, and of course this was like her first major film. Sure. This was really her her springboard for the rest of her career. Only received $8,000. That's amazing. The cast, all the actors wore their own clothes other than Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis went out. It, this The film was actually supposed to be like the murder of the babysitters. I can't remember what though. The working title was like the babysitter murders. Or yeah, oh something yeah. Like that. Okay. Sure. Um, and it's supposed to span like several days, but they condensed it down into like one day so that there wouldn't be any or any major uh, wardrobe changes. So if you think about it, Jamie Lee Curtis only wore two outfits. Oh yeah, because it's only she over wore two days. The, like the sweater and the skirt and the tights to school. Yeah. And then she wore the blue jean pants and the blue top to go babysit. It's only one day. It all takes place Halloween day. Well, no, because there's there's a scene at the um, at the hospital where they the doctor and the nurse drive to the hospital. Oh, but that's the well, okay, that's, that's like the day, the day before, before, and then everything. But else for is... most of the actors, yeah. it all takes place over the course of one day. Yeah. So, all of I mean the the three girls each wore two outfits. So Jamie Lee Curtis went out to J.C. Penney and bought her clothes for the movie for less than a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's awesome. Um. Oh, and John. So I said John Carpenter voiced uh, Paul, Annie's boyfriend. Yeah, on, on the, the phone. phone. Okay. And then I thought this one you would like. Um, John Carpenter wrote the music. Yeah, I knew that. And like wrote all the music in the matter of like five days. Okay. Um, the theme song mm -hmm. is in five-fourths time. Yeah, I knew, I knew that too. And he learned that from his dad, who apparently was a musician. Cool. So. Also in five-four time is, um, we don't say five-fourths, by the way. Five-four time, excuse me. Also in five-four time, the Mission Impossible theme song, which is kind of similar. Like, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's five, four. It's one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. And then this one is. It's the same, same time signature. It's anyway. Sorry. Hey, music nerds. You know what I'm talking about. One more thing that I just thought of um, that I was reading actually on IMDb mm -hmm. was that. Um, John Carpenter wanted to pay homage to Alfred Hitchcock. Sure. So that's why he hired Jamie Lee Curtis. Because her mother is Janet Lee. And is in the original Psycho. Oh, that's by cool. Alfred Hitchcock. That's so cool. So that was his big homage to the legendary Alfred Hitchcock. Was to hire Jamie Lee Curtis that, to play his female lead. That's really cool. 
So at the end of round two. Nine to six and a half. I told you. Ouch. Nine? Hey, nice, nice work. Thanks, Sonny. That must mean it's time for this week's Wikipedia Listener Challenge, where we give you two. Challenge, challenge. Thank you. Challenge. Thank you. It's a little late. Are you ready this time? Yes. Okay, here we go. Wikipedia Listener Challenge! Challenge, challenge, challenge. Nailed it. Where we give you <laughs> two articles uh, on Wikipedia to connect by using the links in the bodies of those articles. Last week, our task was to connect O.J. Simpson to Ricardo Montalban. Uh, first answer in was Jeff from Darien. He said, ah, this one's easy. Even though I've been trying to make him harder, I guess I can't do it. You know why? Because everything's connected. Today's is going to be better. I hope so. Uh, Jeff from Darien said, OJ Simpson to Naked Gun to Ricardo Montalban, because Ricardo Montalban was in, in the Naked Gun trilogy. He said, the Naked Gun movies are some of my favorites, which is neat. Hmm. We also heard from Matt C. Phil from Canberra, which I'm pretty sure is in Australia. So that's awesome. Internet, how cool. Jason T. George from Cincinnati, Ohio, and Melissa from Ohio, who all got pr pretty much the same answer in two clicks. So, our challenge for next time was to go from Janie Lee Curtis to Stockard Channing. Stockard Channing? Yes. She played Abby Bartlett in The West Wing. Along with many other things. Yes. Other things which maybe you should know about. Possibly. If you don't know who Stockard Channing is, I don't know that we can be friends. Uh, well, yeah, anyway. You know who Stockard Channing is though, right, Jeff? We can, we can still be friends. Abby Bartlett, heck yeah. Okay. Mrs. Slash Dr. Bartlett. We, okay, we can be married then. Okay, well, good. I was worried. I was too for a minute. Okay, Jeff, so if they know the answer... You can email us or send us a Facebook message or enter a form on our website, Trivial Trivia Podcast. Dot com and just click on the uh, WLC page and you'll get to it from there. The winner will get to choose the movie for two episodes from now. Episode 49. We're almost at 50. It's amazing. Oh my god. It's full of stars. All right, Sarah, how is TTP doing on the Facebook front? We're at 130 likes. That is so sweet. I think we should try for 150 by New Year's. That'd be cool. 150 by New Year's. Okay, yes. make it happen, people. It's only 20, and you've got, like, two months. Yeah, two yeah. and a half months. Big. It's going to be big, baby. Big. Um, we did not have any new iTunes feedback this week, but I have to tell you that you should... Go and do this for us. Go give us iTunes feedback. It's pretty easy. There's a, there's a link up on the website where you can go and give us feedback. We would really appreciate it. And it is how we help new listeners discover the show. Do send us an email at TrivialTriviaPodcast.com if you've got comments or answers to the Wikipedia Listener Challenge. And you know what else I would like, Sarah? What? I would like some awesome suggestions for some cool stuff we could do for episode 
50. We got the big 5-0 coming up. Yes, or, you know, um, suggestions for general knowledge topics, because that's, like, our hardest thing to figure out. We always say, we were like, we're like, what do you want to do for next week's general knowledge? And the other person's like, I don't know. I thought it's your turn to decide. So give us some suggestions for that. We like nice, vague ones so that we can have lots of possible questions. Like October. Yeah, that's it. Did that's... you know, Jeffrey, that October was originally not the 10th month? It was the 8th month. And then, like, did Julius Caesar change it all up? Cause I, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was something like that. Um, Act. Acto. Yeah, Oct. Eight. Oh, I never made that <laughs> connection. <laughs> I didn't either until I read it today. Would you please, if you have a moment, if you're on the, the Twitter, I've heard this is a thing all the kids are doing these days. If you're on the Twitter, go ahead and send us a tweet. We're at TrivTrivPodcast and shoot us, oh, I don't know, comment. You know what we've been doing lately? Sending... Uh, and receiving people's scores on the latest episode and drop us a line and tell us what you do when you listen to the Trivial Trivia. Um, hey, Sarah, did you know we had a brush with greatness today? We what? Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? No, it's true. Um, and I think that only happened because you don't have your own personal Twitter account. I suppose that's possible. So I am um, out of the blue. I like listening to other podcasts. It's what I do. I'm a podcast producer and a podcast listener. And one of my favorite uh, podcasts to listen to is um, Kevin Smith's uh, Fat Man on Batman. He brings in guests and they talk about... Dude, he had a Mark Hamill one. I know. Mark Hamill, who famously is Luke Skywalker, but also, also maybe more, the Joker. more importantly voiced Joker on Batman the Animated Series and the uh, latest uh, Batman video games. Speaking of Batman video games. But not the newest one that's coming out like this week. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. It's because it's a, like a prequel thing. Anyway, so I tweeted at that Kevin Smith and I said, my son stole my controller today while I was playing Arkham City. And the what he said was, daddy, look, I'm punching dirty turkeys in the face. Dirty turkeys? That's what hey, that. Well, it's cool because... I, all I heard... Well, I've, been, I've been six, I've been in the bedroom and they were <laughs> in the living room. And all I hear is Tyler J's voice going, Look, Daddy, I'm punching turkeys in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but, but Kevin Smith's podcast starts off with like this whole song. It's like, punching dirty turkeys in the face. Because that's what, that's what uh, Batman does. Our Batman, who art in Gotham, cowl be thy name. Nice. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so, so anyway, I tweet that at Kev Smith. You know, not expecting anything. He likes my my post. He, How cool honey, is that? On Twitter, oh, it's favor- called favorited. Favorited. Yes, I'm. I'm. I don't use the Twitter very often, so, so you know, when people tweet at me, it's it's very confusing. Can I tell the rest of the story because it's really funny? Yeah, would you please? So, Toddler J is out there. Um, playing video games. Batman. The video game. <laughs> yeah, he stole my controller and would not give it back. Yeah, he's, he would not give it back. He's like, Mommy, come here. Mommy, come here. Look, Batman's hanging upside down. <laughs> and look, I can flip him back and forth. I finally come back in and I'm getting ready to take a nap and all I can hear is Toddler Jay going, You can't catch me! <laughs> He was just, he's just, he's doing that like Batman inverted hang from a, 
from an overhang thing and it's like looking around and taunting all the bad guys who are want walking underneath. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> hilarious. Is the probably the funniest thing I've uh, heard in quite a while. It was pretty excellent. <laughs> hey, Sarah, um, what is the primary source of information for our show? All right, head over to TrivialTriviaPodcast.com. There you can check out all of the archives and updated links to the current Wikipedia Listener Challenge um, and be able to send in your answers for the Wikipedia Listener Challenge. Sweet. That sounds awesome. Jeff, did you know? Next time awesome. on episode 48, the general knowledge topic will be holiday tradition since we're going into holiday season here. So. Oh, yes, yeah, soon. Well, this is a good, it's a transition movie, isn't it? What? It's a transition movie. I didn't say the movie. I said holiday tradition. Ah, but I know what the movie is. Yes, the, the movie is a good transition, but this is also holiday traditions is a good transition because we've got Halloween coming and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and, and Hanukkah I'm, and Kwanzaa. Yes, and, but, and what I'm saying is that our movie next week is a, the perfect transition from Halloween to Holiday season. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. Our movie next week is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. All that and more next time on the Trivial Trivia Podcast. Bye. Bye. Cancer Awareness Month, National Pizza Month, and National Popcorn Poppin' Month. I like most of those things. Breasts, pizza, and popcorn. Jeffrey, it's breast cancer. Well, yeah. Breast cancer awareness. I'm a teacher for tatas. You know, you can get... <laughs> I can't... Wait. <laughs> I can't say that on podcasts. No, you can't. Wait, but there's, there's that fantastic um, fundraiser near us that's Bikers for Tatas. Sure. There is. There is. Okay. Oh, I see signs all over the place. Biker for tatas. You know, you can get breast cancer too. Yes, males males can get breast cancer. Okay. Don't make fun of it. I know that. It's a very serious thing. Bob got breast cancer in the Fight Club. His name was. His I don't name think was Robert he actually. Smith got, oh no 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 no! Because it was Meatloaf, right? Yeah. Meatloaf's yep. character, yeah. Good times. I say I don't think he actually had it because they were just going to random meetings. But no, he actually did. Never yeah, mind. he actually did have breast cancer. All right, are you ready for round two? Yes, let's do it. <coughs> <coughs> hmm.